gender gap between gender and gap. Age gap. Age gap, not gender Gen- gap. Gender oh, gap. Gender <laughs> okay. Let's not an get age into gap. that. <laughs> we're not. <laughs> we're not going to get into that. I'm not identifying as anything but a barbecue cook. Okay. But, but, but we got an age gap, right? Yeah, we have an age gap. Welcome to Cue the Mic. I'm Darren Worth, owner of Smokey D's Barbecue, and with me I have Emma, our digital marketing manager, or I refer to as my social media gal. Hey, boss man. How are you doing? I'm good. Happy to be here. <laughs> good. We're, we're here to give you a behind-the-scenes look at the life of a barbecue restaurateur, caterer, and world champion barbecue cook, along with whatever else is on my mind. And I'm here to tell you. Bossman's got quite a lot on his mind. <laughs> Bossman's always got a lot of mind. Never stop thinking. Or talking. Never stop thinking. Emma's or been talking. trying for Emma's forever been trying to get me to do a YouTube channel. I even bought her the cameras and the lights and everything, and then I never gave her the amount of time on how to cook, do cooking videos. And we're trying to figure out. She's constantly after saying, "We need more content. We need more content." So I gave in. And here's our podcast. Cue the mic. Cue the mic. Yeah, I'm excited. This is a not only a dream of mine, but now I get the content I need of my boss that I can't get to sit in one spot long enough to do anything. So, Right, because we can excited. do this remotely. I'm sitting right, here in Florida. Yeah, you're sitting and there. And she's sitting there in the office. Yeah, in Iowa. It's, not it's ideal. the best of both worlds. 85 degrees. Yeah, it's awesome. And sunny. Yeah. Uh yeah. So yeah, I think just kind of what we got to do now is um, you just get to talk, boss. We're uh, I get like to talk. I, it, yeah, it's kind of the story. You know, I, yeah. I always tell our story of barbecue. People have heard it. Some people have not heard it. You know, but our story of barbecue started in 2003. Uh, I was actually in 2002. I was a corporate VP of transportation for a major logistics company in the country. I had offices all around the country. I spent 50% of my time on the road, a very stressful job. And I found barbecue was a way to take me away from the stress. It was my stress reliever. 2002, I was a baby. You were a baby. How old were you? Infant child. Uh, I would have been been four, so toddler. I've been four. Okay, so this, this means that when I say something you wrote, I wish you'd listen because I'm older than you. I wouldn't say wiser, though. Oh, yeah, probably. Uh, anyway, so competition barbecue was my way away from corporate America. So I started in my backyard. I was a big deer hunter, and I went to pick up my deer sausage at the locker, and it cost me 1200 bucks. I'm like, wow, I should be able to do this. You know, I'm like, $1,200 for this sausage. So I started getting on the Internet, which was quite new back then. Uh, not, there was no Facebook. There was none of that stuff. No social media. It was pretty much just a couple websites that, you know, the barbecue forum and things that you could look up and started looking through. And, you know, I quickly found competition barbecue. Um, Sherry and I, my wife, went to Kansas City to the American Royal and we were instantly addicted. 
Um, as you may or may not know, Emma knows, Darren's an all-in guy. If he's going to do something, he's all in. Hence why I have all the equipment for a YouTube channel and now a podcast. Right. Nice microphone, by the way. Nice microphone, by the way. Thank you. So anyway, we went to the American Royal and came away from there and said, wow, this is us. It's it's like the best of both worlds. It's a, you know, it's like tailgating, getting to cook, tailgating, get a drink, social hour, along with competition. Who wouldn't want to do that? So I came back, sold my wife's Jeep, bought a new smoker, bought an RV, and off we go to our first competition. I'm sure Sherry loved that at the start. She really didn't love it at the start, but she got used to it. I mean, she's out laying by the pool right now. So That's she's kind of, kind of become to the idea. Yeah. So anyway, we um, went off to our first competition, Sedalia, Missouri. Like the worst experience of our life. We're cooking barbecue. It's raining all night. They're in the camper. I'm underneath an easy up tent. It starts hailing. It's raining like four inches of rain. It's just, I'm in mud. I'm just done. And at six o'clock in the morning, an 85 mile an hour downburst, straight line winds came through our site. Um, We hid in a suburban until it went through and the easy ups were toppled over and it was just, I was done. And Sherry looked at me and said, you bought all this stuff, you're finishing this competition. So we opened up the back of the Suburban, and instead of having tables and easy up tent, we prepared and cut up and did the meat for our turn-in boxes in the back of the Suburban. Went to awards that day, two top ten finishes. I always say, just take The rest is history. The rest is history. It just takes one or two ribbons and a million dollars. And boy, you're ready to play the barbecue game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one or two ribbons. You're up to like so many ribbons that that's all my office is. Yeah. uh, Emma, Emma's not a fan of trophies when I deliver them. Emma's at our Ah, warehouse. Okay. Okay. I'm a fan of trophies. I like winning myself. But when you're running out of places to put them, and you know, Uh, you got a little bit of cost. Yeah. Not only the restaurant. I mean, I mean, we have, as you can imagine, over the years, we've had thousands of, we've won tens and thousands of trophies. And Emma kind of sits, she's got a, a whole mezzanine above her. I mean, it's just, it's crazy because I, gotta, I refuse to throw a trophy away. Yeah, he does. Uh, I kind of got, I have some that I look at every day. I have a little window in my office that just is a view of Darren's success. What, what, what's the ones you look at? Um, oh, you know. It looks like I got a national barbecue tour. Uh, one of my favorites is the Testy Festy. Uh, oh, great. the Testicle Festival. Yeah. Man, that was, a, that was an amazing contest. Yeah, Boots and Bones. Who else There's goes to the Testicle Festival? Who else goes to the people. Testicle Festival? Not many people. In Payson, Arizona, and gets a chance to eat fried bull testicles? Not me. <laughs> not Emma. Not Emma. Not, not Emma. Not Emma, which one so day. back to the story. Okay, yeah. one day. So back to the story. You know, we uh-huh. we win our first competition, yeah. and then we win two, then we win three, and then we win twenty, and then people start asking about barbecue. Hey, can you cater my wedding? Can you cater my lunch? 
and we're like, hey, we really should start a business here. So in 2006, we went out all in, bought a barbecue trailer, 34 foot, put it in our driveway, commercial kitchen, ready to go. We're going to cater. A little bit of the problem was Darren traveled 50% of the time, so Sherry did a lot of work. <laughs> I would cook barbecue at nights, on the weekends. Um, we provide stuff, and it, and it just went crazy to the point that we got to the end of 2006, and we said, you know what, we just we're gonna we either have to find a place of business or we're just gonna shut this down because our love was still competition barbecue. We still mm -hmm. love to be out on the weekends, so right. that's what we did. We found a place of business. I partnered up uh, with a couple to kind of help run the restaurant. Uh, or we were just going to do a little catering kitchen and at the last minute. We said, hey, let's just do a little carry out. Maybe somebody wants to eat some barbecue, give them a way to taste it and and they can uh, cater it then. Well, right. that went crazy. 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 Yeah. Really so, I mean, today. yeah, no, no seating, no nothing. Just just a little carry out barbecue, a thousand square foot space. And, you know, I mean, people would come out, they'd sit, it'd be 32 degrees outside and they'd be sitting on picnic tables eating barbecue. It was crazy. I wouldn't eat barbecue in 32 degrees. Uh, I would. You it would? Yeah. It was good. Well, evidently it was yeah. good because they stayed. You know, right. so then we went on, we, we opened our second restaurant downtown, our third restaurant downtown. And then in 2010, um, you know, we moved down the street and took a chance, took a big chance. Went from zero seats to 500 seats in a matter of hours. Closed down one afternoon at 4 o'clock, opened up at 7 p.m. just to get a dry run in. Went crazy. Not many people can do that. Not many it's, people. And that's what I, every time I hear it, my mind's blown. Well, and most people, you know, they think about, a, you know, living the lifestyle of Darren. Right? Yeah, it, I do. Every day. It, it, every day. But you can't do that being right. small. Okay, you right. gotta you gotta scale. If you're gonna make money in this business, you have to scale. You gotta put and so, you know, we took that chance. That chance paid off. And then in 2013, the chance really paid off when this guy named Guy Fietti shows up. And yeah. I had known Guy Fietti for years uh, on the barbecue circuit. We had cooked next to him many times, and his team, the Motley Q crew, uh, just great guys. And when he showed up, that's when. All hell broke loose. I didn't know that. that you didn't know what? Before. I didn't know that you oh, yeah. cooked next to him and stuff. That's oh, yeah. We've, cool. we've, we've got pictures of Guy Fieri that the Food Network would not want to see. Imagine Guy Fieri. <laughs> imagine Guy Fieri in an apron with two bottles of Jack Daniels Green Label out just partying with the crowd. Because nobody yeah. knew him back then. That's back before he was a Food Network star. Don't expose them too much. I don't want food network coming. Don't worry. They, they won't. They won't. <laughs> no, that is pretty cool though. So okay, so anyway, met a lot of people, you know, and so that kind of grew. And then we started winning in 2013. Actually, the same weekend we filmed Diners, Drive-ins, and Knives, the same exact weekend we won the American Royal for the first time. I didn't know that either. Yeah, so we we actually we filmed Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and so I went to Kansas City on Tuesday, set up my stuff, came back to Des Moines, and on Friday afternoon I went back to the American Royal, and on Sunday morning we won the American Royal for the first time. Wow. Yeah. That's a pretty cool little story you got there. It was Just... uh, it, it was kind of crazy. So barbecue's taken us a lot of places, 
we've met a lot of people. Um, you know, Sterling Ball, one of my good friends out in California, kind of got me yep. re-addicted after the restaurant, re-addicted to competition barbecue. And, you know, he owns Ernie Ball Guitar String Company and Big mm -hmm. Papa Smokers, and they were a big supporter of ours. And, yep. and he's taken us around the world. I mean, as far as meeting people, I mean, barbecue, I mean, I've spent hours in the hot tub with Bill Murray. I spent three days at his house cooking barbecue. Uh, we've went to, we've been out with Randy Jackson. We've been out with, you know, just a lot of people that we've met over the years through barbecue. Do you guys see why I wanted to start this podcast? I feel like every time because I talk to this guy, he knows somebody else. <laughs> you just know everybody. You got stories for at least somebody. I feel like anytime yeah, well, we, we got somebody. Yeah, give, everybody me, knows Darren. Yeah, give me a, everybody knows Darren. Therefore, yeah. therefore, the, you know, when you come into yeah. the restaurant, if you've never been there, you know, the back of the shirt says, mm -hmm. I know the owners too. Right. Him. A lot of them do. And everybody wants to talk to him. So we play the whole, oh, everybody, he's, really, he's busy. Which he is oh, now. He's, he's really doing busy. a podcast with me. While he's sitting on, in his podcast. beach house. Make, it, make an Emma happy Florida home. just one hour at a time. Hope we get past one episode. I hope so, too. You think we can do it? I think we can yeah. do it. I think we can do I it. I think we can do it. I think we can do it. Um, like, yeah, you can come up with something. Yeah, uh, but, you know, I mean, we're hoping with this podcast that we can yeah. just give people an insight. Because what's missing? Yeah. Anybody can show you how to make stuffed pasta shells. You know, and that's right. what, so, so I see a lot of the YouTubers out there that are in the barbecue space, they just copy the same recipes and cook it again. And they've got a ton of followers, okay? I have one so far, Emma, right? right. Um, <laughs> Big fan. But, you know, instead of going with, you know, cooking and cooking the same stuff, I just want to talk about the barbecue business. I want to talk about, because there's a lot of people that aspire to be in the restaurant right. or barbecue business. There's people yeah. that want to be in the catering business. Yeah. I don't mean it. We probably will eventually talk on some recipes and stuff just here and there. But, yeah, I think it's it's good to give people a different point of view. And um, whether that is Darren's actual success or I have to market him, make it look good, which is a beast of its own. So we thought we'd give yeah. you guys uh, 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 as much insight as we could uh, without giving you all the secrets. Right. Emma's favorite deal is, you know, when Google reviews come out and people are just, you know, people are stupid. Okay. We could have a whole segment on Google reviews. Hey, right? man, we start a podcast. You can't be saying that too much nowadays. Oh, I can say whatever I want. It's my podcast. <laughs> but but, but you, you come out to reviews, you know, you get a one-star review because of our ghost kitchen isn't dine-in. Really? Yeah, we, it's not dine-in. It's a ghost yeah. kitchen. You know, Which, it's great. By the way, but yes. just with Darren's great success of being a barbecue pit master, he's also a virtual kitchen owner. Uh, we have two cool little ghost kitchens here in Ankeny. We got to plug them as well. The Honor Chick and the Crafty Mac for those that stop by. Check, check them out. Barbecue. Everything, you know. Check them out. Yeah. Check them out. Just because it's, you know, I love food. Emma knows that more than anything. Yeah. I love food. Yeah, yesterday, I got a chance to, I drove five hours round trip to eat a Cuban. Right from yeah, Ybor City, the origin of the Cuban. So, so it's one of those things that I just love food. And one of my loves is I love to travel. 
and and find food, whether it's a local dive bar. I don't really eat at chain restaurants. I try and eat at local places. I go to a local restaurant. I find a dish I love, and I go home and try and recreate it. Okay. Yeah. And so we'll Which we'll share a little a bit of that too along the way. Yeah. I right. appreciate when I mean, you I had, that. Yesterday I had this Cuban rice, this Cuban rice with black beans. It was like, oh, and then I had deviled crab. You ever had deviled crab? No. There. Think think about fresh crab meat kind of with uh almost made like a tuna salad in, in kind of a kind of a tuna salad yeah. thing with spices and whatever. And then they take it and they roll it in panko, breadcrumbs, and, and deep fry it. And so it's crispy on the outside, and then you open it the inside, you cut into it, and it's just this blah, fresh crab. Oh, my God, it was so good. It was so good. I'll be making, I'll be trying to, yeah, yeah, me neither. But I'll be trying to figure out, I've had breakfast. You know, breakfast is the most important meal of the day, uh, breakfast. Darren must have breakfast by 9 a.m. If he doesn't have breakfast, he's very yeah. hangry. So, and I am—I uh, know not to contact Boss before 8 a.m. because he's at breakfast. I'm at breakfast every morning. You know, yeah. that's that's what you have to do. And breakfast must include eggs, and sausage, and an English muffin. Otherwise, it's not considered breakfast. Tomato, tomato. Tomato, tomato. Uh, my glasses are like. I feel like my glasses are like this. They probably are. Uh, they are. For our audio listeners, Darren and I are video chatting. Uh, just because I think he missed maybe, me. Maybe we'll put uh, it on YouTube. Ah, one day. Ah, one day? It's not, it's not on Monday. Isn't that, no, what you're one supposed, day. Isn't, that what, isn't that what you're supposed to do? And eventually. I don't want to scare away all of our listeners that fast. Got <laughs> to give ourselves a chance. Um, yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thought. What do you? What do you? Yeah. Have you I made anything just, on TikTok? Uh, not. T- we just filmed some, uh, building some home styles and some Nashville hotties. Quick. Uh, from yeah, the Andre Chicken. Uh, yeah, if you want a good Nashville Andre... hot chicken sandwich coming from someone that doesn't like spicy food, but I know it's oh. good. Come it to the Andre like... Chicken in Ankeny. It's next level. I always tell, I always tell that people. I always tell that to people. I'm like, this chicken sandwich just impresses me every day. It, okay, it, and I help design I a little bit, but, but it just, it's one of those things when you have, you know, a lot of times when you're in a big restaurant and it involves holding food and creating mass, but in this virtual kitchen that we have, everything's made to mm. order. You know, so Fresh. you order a chicken sandwich online. As soon as we get that order. We take a fresh chicken breast, we season it, we start flouring it and deep frying it or grilling it however you want. We make right. our own bread. It's just it's just crazy amazing. I just love that. Yeah, it is. It is insane. And we don't have a bad menu item. And I'm not even being biased. I don't think there's anything on there that's not good. Uh, to me, they're all bestsellers, but unfortunately... That's not how it goes all the time. Uh, but like our home style, sandwich is a 10 out of 10. My well, it's, it's, almost, it's, a, it's, it's almost time, you know, we probably should be bringing back the master. Yeah, it's getting close. Yeah, because well, we the, the, masters is, the master's is this weekend. But so I, I'm a big pimento cheese guy. 
even though I used mm-hmm. to be, but now I'm lactose intolerant. But since when? Yeah, yeah. Trust me. Since now. Okay. So, so anyway, but, but I have this. Details. I have I have this love of pimento cheese, and so I'm like, well, you know, the pimento cheese is famous at the Masters. Well, why can't we put that on? You know, we're in the South, right? The Masters in the South. So you put a biscuit with pimento cheese and barbecue sauce, and ooh. Well, we do it on a, our Texas good. toast because we actually have a whole other sandwich that's pimento and a biscuit, but. Uh, I mean, the Masters specifically is on Texas Toast, which oh, is also delicious. Yeah, it's on Texas Toast with a pimento cheese, oh. bacon, lettuce, sweet barbecue sauce. Um, oh, actually, we might even do yeah. We need to get that. We need. Yeah. We probably need to get that on. Masters is coming up. It, it might yeah. be this weekend, next weekend. Uh, you know what? As your it's next guru, weekend. I will yeah, double I'll, check that I'll and that. get on it. Right. Uh, because I've been waiting for that sandwich to come back. I don't even like spice that much, but the pimento cheese is pretty good. Pimento um, cheese. Yeah, we sell it every day. And so, yeah. but one of the things that I love to do is I like to go out on TikTok. Yeah. And I like Boss to watch food is on big onto the TikTok. It's actually one and of the, my, our TikTok. One of the reasons go I ahead. was so excited to join the team when he was like, hey, do you want to come? You want to come back and work for me? I said, yeah, can we film TikToks? He's like, duh, of course we can. So there for a while, I had Boss doing a TikTok once a week. But like I said, homeboy gets busy. (laughs) I got to get him to do everything else. But fun fact, none of my likes, I don't get as many likes unless Darren's in the post, which makes my my job (laughs) a little harder. Emma gets, Emma gets so mad. A couple weeks ago, I was down cooking barbecue at the Big 12 Championship. Oh. And and I had turned in beef ribs, right? So I cooked some beef ribs, and I just snapped a picture of my turn-in box. Or my just my hey, turn-in, the beef ribs sliced just, up. It's just a, they were just kick-ass looking beef I ribs, I mean, they right? looked good, but it was just it's like they were just laying on a sheet tray, not even like flat-ish. Well, um, not that you yeah. flat, but it, they were just kind of on there. Maybe you and can add that. You didn't. Ed- Maybe you, you didn't can really add that edit picture it. In. I might have to. I will post no. it on our. We'll post it on you our. Don't edit. Pictures that they don't need edited. Right. <laughs> right. He didn't do anything, and he sends me this email, and he's like, "Hey, post this picture and this caption. Captions just, you know, about to turn in these beef, beef ribs at this competition." I post it. On a Friday afternoon at 3.20 p.m. That's like an okay time for us. So I was, yeah, sure, I'll post it. Friday or Saturday night, I'm out with my friends, and my phone is blowing up because I keep all our notifications on. And I'm like, this beef rib post is doing way too well. And at this point, it's at like 400 likes. So I'm like, oh, that's pretty good for us. But um, nothing too crazy yet. And then Sunday, it's still going. It's at about 600 I woke up Monday morning and we were at two thousand, and I was like, "What the heck just?" Happened? And like one point, um, like one point three million views. Yeah, by the end of it, we had by the, uh, it took probably a week and a half, two weeks, and it plateaued and it hit eight point two, thousand likes, so eight thousand two hundred, maybe even more likes, four hundred and thirty four shares, reached one point three million people, and I'm sitting there like, "Are you kidding me?" Out of everything that I've, like, studied and timed perfectly and all, all these things that I've posted and took in these, like, not professional, like, took them with a nice camera, but 
I'm like, this post is what blew up out of all of our posts to blow up. And it's not the first time that one of Darren's random iPhone pictures is blown up. It's actually the second in the last six months. And I'm like, you know what? Do you even need me anymore? What's that that teach us, Emma? So your book and your studies of studying this in college, what what did they teach you? Because you 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 well, told, told me, me you told me we don't post a lot on weekends because there's not a lot of engagement, I, right? I on weekends, it on a, right? Re, yeah, and I posted it on right? Friday. Okay, so what did you see for engagement over the weekend? I saw well, most of them came in Monday morning, so right. We, we so, sometimes but, yeah. disagree about amount of content and what needs to go on. I try well, yeah. and I try and think about but I think it's, the people it's the because what's the first thing you do? You go. I, should, I think it's the print. I think I shouldn't be trying so hard because we didn't try. What? I posted that. Exactly. In, okay, I'm gonna stop trying so hard. Everybody, you, you know, heard you that? Know, you, here, you, know, you, you heard what? me say it. It said it on cue the mic. It's twelve twelve Central Time on Wednesday, March 29th. If he brings it up and says I need to work harder, I'm going to tell him that he told me I didn't have to. Well, no, it's not working harder; it's working, it's working smarter. Smarter, right? So, so, so you think about think th- think about the restaurant business, okay? Okay. It, it, so, a lot of restaurant tours. Okay, a little bit of restaurant advice for people wanting to start restaurants or people in restaurants. Everybody worries so much about the financial part of the restaurant. They worry about making food cost and making sure it's at this percentage and whatever that they forget about the person walking in the front door, right? So if you focus on the customer that's walking in the front door, right, yeah. and try and make a great experience for them, not only not only make them happy, but impress them. If you can impress that customer by walking in the door, which we're, we're a walk-up place. How do you impress a customer? Well, you got to smile, right? So we got a bad review. Mm-hmm. Somebody was grumpy on the cashier yesterday, but nonetheless, you, you know, you, you get a bad review, but if you can just be happy to people and give them good quality food, and for some reason, it doesn't have to be the best food in the world. It just has right. to be consistent. But if you can do that, now, now take that to social media. You get up in the morning, what's the first thing I do? What do you do? I, I grab my phone and head to the yeah. toilet. Uh, right? You don't grab my to phone, head to the toilet, and I'm going to catch up on the world, right? I'm so sorry, and, listeners. And, and most people do that, catch up yes. on the world when they wake up, right? Yep. Yeah. So should there be something sitting on their feed right there at 6 o'clock in the morning? Yeah, which we do sometimes. What, sometimes. But, yeah. and then, this, okay. So then this you start thinking about... I, I posted r- r- it in the middle of the day. Uh, it, time it, has... Nothing to do with it. Oh, I think time has everything to do with it. Because oh, if you're talking oh. about lunch, okay, uh, about 10 o'clock in the morning, I'm starting to get hungry. Well, we not we know in today's world, everybody's got their phone with them 24-7, right? Right. So if I get starting hungry, and i am got the old Facebook or Instagram feed up, if I can hit them at that time, then they'll go, oh, wow, that looks good. I'm going to have that for lunch. Because they're decision-making just like this. If only the Instagram and Facebook algorithms were set up that way to post, you know, in chronological order. Algorithms, algorithms. That's how it works. <laughs> I, can go, I can go days without seeing some of our... I mean, I sought out our posts so that I can like them pretty close to immediately. But uh, 
I can sometimes I have stuff popping in my feed from two, three, four days ago. That's why yeah, it blew yeah, up. Yeah, it's crazy. It's because it was showing up in people's feed two, three, four days later. Monday and Tuesday of, for that post were the craziest days. We tripled, quadrupled. We just kept going. I mean, we got probably three to 4,000 likes in those two days. So time has nothing to do with it. It's all about the algorithm, which is chaos. <laughs> you you <laughs> keep thinking that, and I'll keep posting beef ribs at 320 on a Friday afternoon. Okay. Maybe you should put them on the menu first. <laughs> yeah, do you think anybody paid 25 bucks for a beef rib? $25? Oh, my goodness. See, that, see that's the problem. Actually, you know beef what? Beef ribs are so crazy expensive, and yeah. half of it's bone. Yeah, and that's But, you insane. know, I mean, you saw the picture. I can, I can, yeah. cook, a, I can cook a kick-ass beef yeah. rib. Yeah. You know, I yeah. think we could do it. Uh, I think we could pull it off, but will people pay... Twenty-five dollars. It's a good question for a beef rib. That's I that's that's the question. You know, knowing that our barbecue model isn't. Yeah. We're right. not here to serve the best barbecue in the world, right? Okay, I'll be well, the first to tell you that. We're here we to try. be the most consistent. Yeah. You try, and if you want the best yeah. barbecue in the world, I, I, I I'm the man. Right, fifteen world championships, I can right. do it for you. But if you're going to feed a thousand people a day. You're, yeah. You cannot pull off that level of excellence every single time. It, the, just even the meat yeah. won't allow you to do that. So we're trying right. to serve above average barbecue, but be the same exact thing every time you come through the door. Right. Right. Because little yeah. little lesson, that, that's okay. McDonald's success. Why would you ever go to McDonald's? Because fries. their fries are always the same, aren't they? Are yeah, they always delicious. the same? Is the Big well, Mac no, always the same? No, they're not always oh, the same. Well, here's the problem is... Sometimes I used you, get, to go, you get some bad ones in there. Right, so you go but, to McDonald's because you get the same thing, no matter if you were in Illinois, Iowa, West Virginia, it doesn't matter where you right. were, right? You would yeah. always get the same thing, and it would be correct. Well, now today, you go, it's never right, right? And everything's gotten smaller. Right, so now I think if I want what used to be a Big Mac, if I want a Big Mac today, you really got to order a, a a double quarter pounder with cheese and dress it like a Mac. Oh, Pro tip there. Pro tip there. I think there. a lot of that has to do with like the average American size nowadays, and they're trying to make us a healthier place. But McDo did you just say McDonald's is trying to make us well, a healthier Well, I think place? portion size. Did you just say that? I mean, not healthier, but kind See, of. That's, that's I tell you, M and I, there's a big, and we'll talk about this, not today. Uh, I don't know, uh, maybe. There's a, there's kind of a big gender gap between gender M and I. Age gap. Age gap, not gender Gen gap. Gender oh, gap. Gender <laughs> gap. Okay. Let's not get age gap. that. <laughs> we're not. We're not going to get into that. I'm not identifying as anything but a barbecue cook. Okay. But, but, but we got an age gap, right? Yeah, we have an age gap. Like and, I said, and, I was and, four and, when he was at his first barbecue four, competition. Four, right. And, and a little story about Emma, a little background about Emma. So Emma's mom for, for yeah. years, Amanda, shout out, hey, Amanda. Hey, Mom. Was my right-hand gal, right? right? So, yeah. I mean, 
Amanda, because Amanda was the only, only person on the entire staff for every day that she ever worked there would show up in the morning. And if I was there, she'd go, hey, need me to do anything today? And before she left, she would find me and say, hey, need me to do anything else before I leave? Every single day. Every single day, day in and day out. Only person on the entire staff. So, of course, she always got stuff to do, right? Need yeah. me to do anything? No, oh, I didn't even think I did, but here, go do this. I mean, even when yep. it came to, like, purchasing vehicles. Hey, what do you need? Yeah. Me? You need anything? Yeah, here, go buy this truck. And yeah. she'd go negotiate a truck and whatever. And so she was my right-hand gal. And so we're trying She's to, you know. And so now she's taken on this big role, running a school district. Uh, and she's doing a good job at it, too. Do, oh, she's kicking ass. Shout she's out to by the best. Crushing it. But, but anyway, so she's really um, doing a great job. And so now Emma's kind of comes into the social media. And so now Emma's, you know, right. her mom's kind of training her to be the right-hand gal, right? Uh, yeah, to an ex- I mean, she just gave me tips on how to understand Darren. Right how do you understand there? How do you understand? Uh, well, it, I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain. But in a way that Try. she explained it is if he words something like, hey, I should do this. That means, hey, I need you to do this because I don't have time to do it. And I'm saying this out loud to plan it in your head that it needs to get done. So, Even though I'm really not doing that, but subliminally, I'm, I think I am. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm learning to do a lot of things that, you know. They didn't teach me in college, that's for sure, with a marketing degree. But are great life lessons, some would say, I guess. Well, but but no days ever the same. Right. She just kind of taught me to, you know, help where needed or where it's needed. So being a utility player, so to speak. Kind of that's what, right. Everybody needs. If, if everybody yeah. could be a utility player, kind of what I've the world's a lot better off. I don't want anybody to work really right. hard. I just want everybody to be consistent and just kind of, yeah, kind of do their Maybe share do and help out when needed. Yeah. And let's let's right. let's work hard and let's play hard. Right. right. That's that's my motto. You know, let's work hard and let's play hard. Right. Uh, speaking, speaking of my of, mom, actually, speaking of, speak, yeah. Uh, I think it'd be good to go back to. Um, talking about when guy came out to the restaurant and one thing that uh is a topic of conversation at our house not all the time but sometimes is why she didn't get a shout out in the episode with the apple dumplings because that is her recipe that was her recipe boy she still won't let me live that down yeah and i remember i remember when because she was off starting her own business (laughs) working as a a business owner herself um making cakes and apple dumplings and all the good stuff. I don't know how I wasn't a fatter kid. I'm not going to lie. Uh, she's a damn good baker. But, um, yeah, I remember that episode came out, and she was like, oh, that's my apple dumpling. And we're like, yeah, it is. They didn't even shout me out. And I was like, oh, no. Like, well, she didn't no, give Amanda, you guys the recipe, but Amanda, when you at got, least uh, guy, we are when you got, when, you, when you got Guy Fieri standing in front of you, Right, you're not and you've about... got and you've got lights and cameras. There's just Fair not enough. a lot going on in your mind. You're just trying to figure out because you know the fact of the matter is, when I filmed it with Guy Fieri, that's the only the second time I'd ever made an apple dumpling. The first time was the day before. So you just <laughs> oh, no. you could even text her and be like, "Hey, guys, come in. I need you to make the best of the best apple dumplings," and she would have been there. 
Yeah, well, but you couldn't do that. You couldn't right. do that. I mean, they wouldn't that even let sense. my business partner, who was a chef, on the show. I mean, it had to be me. They, he wanted me because I knew him. Oh, that's right? insane. Yeah, it was crazy. But, you know, hey, right. hey the, the important you... part was the restaurant got the exposure that we got True. on there. True, it and... is. That is the important part. Um, and now, Mom, you are also getting the exposure on our podcast. Right. First. We know it was you. The first to, she'll probably be the she first is, to listen she to it, asked too. For the, she asked for the link. She's like, send it to she me did. when it's finished. Someday we'll, someday we'll, someday we'll, uh, we'll add her in because we, cause we, with all this fancy technology, technology. we got now, we, yeah. we can add people into this podcast. Right. We could add yes. Sherry in. She's, she's sitting out by the pool right now. I can tell Not she's a little like... pissed off because the cloud is coming over. But, I'm sure she's but so excited okay. to be back in good old Iowa this weekend. Yeah. It's supposed oh, yeah. to snow yeah, on Saturday. I know. Yes, I know. I'm cooking barbecue. But it's supposed to, but 70s, in the 70s tomorrow, or on Friday, so. Yeah, 70s Friday with tornadoes. Of, right. If anybody wants a glimpse into Iowa, there it is. 70 okay. tornadoes on Friday, snow on Sunday. Okay. Anything else? Anything else? Because well, I don't know. I think it's time for me to go sit by the pool. Of course it is. I'll keep doing your job down here, I guess. Okay, you get this all edited, get it post up, and and hey, everybody, thanks for listening, and we'll to do our best. Episode. Well, first yeah. episode of Key the Mic, and we'll do our best. Hopefully, we entertained you. I'm not sure. Can people ask questions, Emma? Uh, Can they comment? Can yeah, they we'll we'll have you know what we'll get socials out. They'll be in the descriptions of the post, and then you guys can send us DMs there if you have yeah. any questions for yeah. the boss. Send us send a message. Or and say, me. Hey, hey, it's what do you like what do you want to hear about? What, yeah, yeah, I'm tough. We'll take, I'm tough. We'll take all sorts of advice and topics and all that stuff, and just see what happens. But um, okay, yeah. For now, sounds let's good. The mic. All right. Thanks Enjoy for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Thanks for whatever. For see you later. See you later. Bye. Bye.